This podcast is brought to you by the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those bulky air purifiers. Take advantage of the Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special at EdenPureDeals.com and use promo code HOWIE3. Strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Haley, without Trump's name even on the ballot, still loses to the none option. I am shocked. Well, not that shocked. By better than two to one. So that's that is a tough reality for her. How embarrassing this must be for you. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Actually, Joe Biden at his age is so he's he has a big vision for our country. He brings the wisdom. Whoosh. Enjoy the performance. That's about to begin. All right. We're going to walk off here and get our performance. Whoosh. Who do you love? Howie Carr. You're getting migrants beating up policemen in the streets of New York. You're seeing an influx of migrants all over the country. But the border, I mean, we're looking every day at the invasion of migrants. Yeah, you've got to help us, Doc. We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. I'm Taylor Cormier, Howie's executive producer, filling in this last hour, 844-500-4242, and we'll take your calls throughout the uh, the remainder of the hour here. But I do want to get into a couple of different things that Howie didn't bring up, and uh, that is one of them being what Donald Trump put out on his Truth Social last uh, yesterday in regards to... Anheuser-Busch, and Bud Light. Now, you recall last year, there was this huge uproar, and rightfully so, after... Um, I think he's more of a cosplayer than, than a transgender. Dylan Mulvaney has been dressing up as a girl. He started his uh, social media account, his TikTok, whatever it was, as... A journal of sorts, his journey into girlhood, okay? And he started out living his life as a girl, though that's impossible to do because he's a full-grown man. So he was documenting all of his journeys and his encounters and what he was doing as a girl, and that is the verbiage he used. He described himself as a girl, not a woman, a girl, okay? And then he continued documenting to the point where he got a bit of a following, and that's when he garnered some sponsors. And one of them... Now let's party! (laughs) One of them was Anheuser-Busch. Bud Light had Dylan Mulvaney as a spokesperson. And I'm, if you're not familiar with the way social media works now, and this is, this is a problem that is, it's going to be a huge problem in the future. Um, and it's one that we're already seeing. Young people don't want real jobs because they're aspiring influencers and they want to make their money through China uh, and working for TikTok, not producing anything of means, not har- har- harvesting any real talents or skills, um, but just putting out whatever China wants them to put out, and that's just stupidity. 
and getting paid by uh, getting these sponsorships by places like Anheuser-Busch or Old Spice, whatever it might be. That's going to be a huge problem down the road, I, I foresee. It's Like I said, it's already a problem now. So Anheuser-Busch signed on with Dylan Mulvaney to be a spokesperson for Bud Light and to commemorate, I, I think, day 100 or maybe a full year of being in girlhood, Bud Light sent Dylan Mulvaney a commemorative can. This was not something that was available on shelves. This was not something you could buy at your local liquor store. It was a commemorative can sent specifically to Dylan Mulvaney. He may have gotten a few of them to hand out to friends, but it was a commemorative can intended just for Dylan Mulvaney. Now, a lot of people didn't know that uh, Dylan Mulvaney... First of all, a lot of people didn't know of Dylan Mulvaney. I didn't really know of Dylan Mulvaney until this all happened. Dylan Mulvaney filmed a short clip thanking Bud Light for their recognition of his 365th day living as a girl. And this was part of the, uh, the marketing ploy of Bud Light and their woke vice marketing person in charge of whatever, uh, a, a do-nothing job where you just think up how you can piss people off. And that's what happened. They pissed off a lot of people. Dylan Mulvaney pissed off a lot of people by letting them know, first of all, that Bud Light was a sponsor of his and by promoting their product. Now, Bud Light is was the number one beer in America, the most popular. I mean, that was, I wasn't a Bud Light guy myself, but if I were going to a party and didn't know what everybody's preferences were, instead of pushing my own snobby tastes on people, I'd bring, not, not that my tastes are really snobby when it comes to beer, but I would bring a case of Bud Light. Because that's something everybody can pretty much agree on. You may have your opinion, but that's fine. Usually most yeah. people can get along with drinking a Bud Light. And that ensued this imme- immeasurable boycott, this huge boycott by so many people who said, that's it, never buying Bud Light again. They're supporting this woke crap. We don't believe in transgenderism. We don't believe in a, a, a fully grown man pretending to be a girl for likes, for money, or for any reason for that matter. And they staged this giant boycott, and it worked. Bud Light sales tanked to the point where they had to give the stuff away. If you bought it, you could send in for a rebate. They were making bets that you weren't going to send it in for a rebate, but they uh, they were offering it nevertheless in hopes of boosting sales and repairing their relationship with their customer base. To my knowledge, it hasn't really worked. I think most people that have sworn off Bud Light have sworn it off for good and found a different beverage uh, to enjoy. And But something has been happening recently where the people that have been boycotting, especially those in the higher echelons of uh, American society and uh, corporatism, they have begun accepting Bud Light back into the fold and, you know, messing up, ruffling a lot of feathers doing so. One of the first to do it was Dana White, the president of UFC, Ultimate Fighting uh, Championship. 
and or conference, whatever it is, UFC, you know, you know what it is. And he went out and he's did he's been doing this media blitz saying that Bud Light, you know, they they have they they are a huge employer of Americans. They do a lot of great things for uh, the public, a lot of great fundraising, scholarships and things like that. And I'm sure that Dana White got a great sponsorship deal with Bud Light for UFC. So he's started to bring it back or try to bring it back and tried to get his base, which is one of the most conservative, I guess if you want to call it alt-right bases that there is, UFC. I mean, it's pretty much predominantly, you'll have your, your stray leftist that enjoys ultimate fighting, but mostly based young men conservative minded maga is is the base i mean this is this is the the conference that that trump goes to the, these these fights he walks in with people like dana white and kid rock and tucker carlson uh, was, was attended the last one with trump these are his people okay so dana white has been trying to bring back bud light and now yesterday holding out hope holding out hope yes dylan yesterday Donald Trump truthed this out from his Truth Social account. I won't, I won't do it in his voice. It's, it's a little longer than his usual, uh, usual truths. The Bud Light ad was a mistake of epic proportions, and for, what a ve- and for that, a very big price was paid. But Anheuser-Busch is not a woke company. But I can give you plenty that are. I'm building a list and might just release it for the world to see. Why not? The radical left does it viciously to well-run conservative companies and people. Very nasty, but it's the way they play the game. On the other hand, Anheuser-Busch spends $700 million a year with our great farmers, employs 65,000 Americans, of which 1,500 are veterans, and is a founding corporate partner of Folds of Honor, which provides scholarships for families of fallen servicemen and women. You remember um, Folds of Honor... uh, tent at the Sturgis motorcycle rally was virtually empty. You couldn't get one of these bikers to go up to Bud Light. They were all boycotting Bud Light. Remember the video very well. It was a ghost town. Everywhere else was was popping off, but Bud Light was empty. Back to Trump. They've raised over $30 million and given 44,000 scholarships. Anheuser-Busch is a great American brand that perhaps deserves a second chance. What do you think? Perhaps instead, we should be going after those companies that are looking to destroy America. You know, that's all well and good. That's fine. If you want to go back to Bud Light because Trump says it's okay now, then go for it. But I don't know that that many people are really going to take a chance with Bud Light after what they saw happen with Dylan Mulvaney and the the cause that that symbolized that that uh, Bud Light was supporting. It's it's disgusting. It goes much deeper than just one person. It's an entire uh, mental illness that is uh, toxic and is permeating through the children of this nation because they that's who they want to go after. That's who they want to indoctrinate because that's how they survive. That's how their agenda continues. I would go along with this if there were this caveat, 
and it may come on Sunday. Who knows? Super Bowl Sunday, Bud Light is surely going to be running ads, quite heavily, I'm sure, in order to continue to rebuild their brand. But here's what I need to see from Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. I need to see an apology. I have not seen one yet. And if you've seen one, please let me know, 844-500-4242. But I need to see an apology. And here's the reason why. If somebody on the other side, say somebody on the right, comes out and and, uh, says something offensive or triggering, they are forced by the left. I remember Norm MacDonald. He came out. He, he, he did, you know, he said a joke about, some, I forget what it was. And he was forced, basically, to go on The View within the next few days and get on his hands and knees and, and, and grovel for forgiveness. He was forced to apologize. And I was a bit saddened to see because that wasn't really his, uh, his style. But the point is, If you're on the other side, if you're on the right, and you say something that is so against the grain of where the left wants you to be, where the progressive left radicals want you to go, you are forced to apologize or you're canceled. Now, here's the thing. With the left, if you do apologize, they may say they forgive you, uh, but they're never going to let you be uncanceled. You'll, You'll never live it down. Your apology really means nothing. But if you're somebody on the right, and we've got to be given this chance in order to redeem this brand, if that's what they want to be, if that's what they want to have done, you've got to let them apologize. Then you can forgive them and go back to buying Bud Light, if you so choose. 844-500-4242. We'll take your calls coming up after the break. I'm Taylor Cormier, filling in for Howie Carr, and this is The Howie Carr Show. The Howie Car Show is back. Welcome back to the Howie Car Show. 844-500-4242 is the number to call if you'd like to join the program today. 844-500-4242. We'll do the poll question after the break. I want to get to uh, a couple of these calls here. Scott, thanks for hanging on. You're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Scott. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm uh, calling up. I never saw the commercial, the Bud Light commercial, where everybody's uh, bitching about. Well, it wasn't. I mean, Scott, it was probably something you wouldn't have seen watching TV unless it was unless it was on the news. It wasn't a commercial. It was something on uh, Dylan Mulvaney's personal uh, social media platform. But nevertheless, it caused quite the yeah. stir. Go ahead. Well, I, I, and Anheuser Bush guy, uh, you know, I drank Budweiser for years, and then I switched to Bud Light, and just because of that commercial doesn't mean I'm going to switch the brand of beer that I uh, drank. It's uh, to me with a bunch of hoopla, and it's I don't it, I don't agree with it. You buy whatever you want. It's uh. You know, if people were offended by the commercial, I'm, that's too bad. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm sure there's more. 
I mean, so this this was a, a grown man pretending to be a girl and and living out his real wild. life like that. But uh, you, you didn't have a problem with that. You well, I think there's so many out there that it, was, we don't it wasn't know a, about. it wasn't a commercial, Scott. This was real life. I mean, that's the thing. It wasn't a parody. It wasn't a uh, a joke. It wasn't a, a comedy sketch. This was a real thing that Anheuser Busch was supporting. Yeah, but where 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 was it seen at, or how could you see the commercial? Or? It, like I said, it wasn't a commercial, Scott. This was a, a personal endorsement of somebody who had chosen to live out their life um, as a male, pretending to be a a little girl. Yeah, but I mean, between Hollywood and uh, people bitching about. Shit that doesn't really matter, you know. They, they can't. All right, Scott. Thank you very much. I, we can't have uh, that kind of language on there. I was going to say something. I'm not going to. Susan, go ahead. You're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Susan. Yeah, I would. I would agree with everything um, um, President Trump said. I don't drink beer, and I, I'm not aware specifically. Um, like I said, how how this this advertisement, this information got out. I mean, I just heard the brouhaha around it. I mean, it was a bad decision on Anheuser-Busch's part. I mean, they got bad advice from their advertising department, all of whom are gone. It wasn't meant to be a harmful thing. It was meant to be an inclusive thing. They wanted to grow their brand. Every good company wants to do that. Increase. So the, the you know, but, uh, hold on, Susan. The the uh, the premise of this this marketing ploy, I believe, was if I remember correctly, one hundred women in one hundred days, or something like that, where they were they were featuring different women throughout every walk of life, different, uh, maybe even worldwide, and they decided to highlight a man. I mean, this is that's that was the best they could come up with. They made a mistake, Mark. And- and they paid for it. They heard loudly and clearly from their base. I mean, it wasn't a, a harmful thing. It wasn't a poisonous thing. It didn't hurt anybody. It okay. was a bad marketing decision. And you, I don't, you probably won't remember this, but I remember very well. I used to drink Perrier. And this must be back. I, I, we, we don't have time. We, we, we're up against the brakes, Susan. I'm sorry. Very interesting. Trump comes out and says Bud Light's okay now. And two calls in a row. People are back on Bud Light or never, never went off. Thanks for the call. We'll be back. This is the Howie Car Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Welcome back to the Howie Car Show. 844-500-4242. 603 says Anheuser-Busch needs to pay so severely that no other company would even dare try to do what they did, and they have not yet paid enough. 508 says, I disagree with the caller who said it didn't hurt anyone. This transgender movement is hurting society big time, and just in women's sports alone, it's a travesty. Oh, man, is it ever. I mean, okay, great. Uh, Anheuser-Busch supports scholarships, but how many scholarships have been taken away from... I mean, I'm sure the number is not extremely comparable, but still, one scholarship being taken away from somebody who deserves it more than the male dressing up as a female and besting them in uh, in whatever sport just because of their genetics and their biology and their physiology, 
is one too many. Uh, it's that's that's a sin you can't uh, you can't undo, and it's extremely damaging to the young women who deserve those those uh, awards and accolades. This is all interesting too because Jeff Miller who is a Washington, D.C.-based lobbyist representing Anheuser-Busch, is slated to host a fundraiser for Donald Trump next month. According to Politico, which first reported the event, Miller's fundraiser for Trump includes some tickets for $10,000 apiece. The lobbyist announced the event on social media yesterday. What a coincidence. That's when Donald Trump truthed out his uh, little missive here about Anheuser-Busch saying, maybe it's time we forget this whole thing ever happened, huh? What do you say, everybody? MAGA, can we forgive? Can we forgive Bud Light? It's a great drink. I just, I find it weird that somebody who has been so against uh, drinking alcohol his entire life is now advocating for an alcohol producer. And, you know, he brings up valid points about they spend $700 million a year with our great farmers, but if Anheuser-Busch ever went out of business, I'm sure their competitors would be happy to pick up the, slap, uh, the slack and uh, expand and, and fill that void. 844-500-4242. Steve, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, good evening. Um, hey, we've got a real a, kind of a quick scenario and then a point to make, and I'll, I'll hang up. But sure. The scenario being like, you know, what if, say, uh, a beverage company picked something like a Cosmopolitan or another Seagram's or another, you know, a, a wine-ish type of drink and, you know, attached that to the gay population and, and talked about them like, you know, this is no longer just for you, you know, and it shows scenes of wherever that might be, you know, and then it cuts to these guys who are cutting wood drinking Cosmopolitans out of bikini <laughs> glasses. Yeah. And then, and then it says, you know, not just for interior decorators anymore. And my point is that's the scenario but my point is you know it'd be easy to forgive them if they didn't demonize the people that drank budweiser to begin or bud light to begin with you know like the the frat boys and the fat uh dads you know or the the dad bods and they and they antiquated their their they they tried to make their 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 audience um who's been supporting them for so long they tried to like, kind of like demonize them i mean it made them feel like they're old codgers drinking beer and you know a burning crosses and, right like uh, you like know what I mean? like, and, like everybody that had been buying their product up until that point wasn't good enough to them i mean who hasn't heard of bud light that's like asking somebody have you heard about jesus yeah it just it blows my mind that that's allowed to happen and and you know good for trump though he's quite a chameleon <laughs> thanks for the call steve Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Julie, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Julie. I have never been inspired to purchase Budweiser or Bud Light in you know since the seventies. But you know, if Anheuser Busch is going to stand up and wave this flag, and they want us to just bow down, or should I say salute their flag, and then Donald Trump is like okay with that, it just goes to show me exactly what an insider that um, Tesla patent owner really is. It's um, it, it's it's definitely interesting, the timing of, of everything, and I, I don't think it's, it's coincidence that uh, 
you know, the, uh, the, the lobbyist for Bud Light is holding a, a fundraiser for Trump next month and Trump comes out and says, you know, maybe we should forgive everybody and uh, move on with this. It's, it's a little strange to me, but I, I, what is stranger, I mean, I guess it's not really stranger to me is the number of calls and texts I'm getting saying that uh, I'm perfectly willing to go back to Bud Light. 508 says Trump showing a little grace is okay, though. And, and, you know, that's that's fine. Um, 802, we all know her type. Some older guy in the marketing team says, I don't think this is a good idea. She says, I went to Harvard. You're a transphobe, and I'll have you fired if you don't go along with this. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's... Uh, I, I also disagree that it that it didn't hurt anybody. I think this was a huge step backward. I mean, if you were affiliated with Anheuser-Busch in any way, you were, you were hurt by this. And so I'm not, not uh, physically, but you may have been, I don't know if Bud Light or Budweiser, uh, Anheuser-Busch had to lay anybody off during this time. I doubt it. I'm sure they have enough revenue built up there. They've got coffers almost as big as Harvard, maybe, but they, uh, Anybody had to endure those jokes if they delivered for Bud Light. Had a caller, uh, not a caller, but a, a texter saying that uh, after this happened, he, he flipped off every single Bud Light driver that he saw on the road. Any, anybody driving a truck with the, an Anheuser-Busch logo on it, he, he gave the bird. The driver, he's just trying to provide for his family. I can understand that. I, I don't want to see anybody lose their jobs, but... You're you're at a point in a lot of people's uh, lives where you have to take stock of where you work sometimes, and question is is this do my views align with their views and and find your your point of balance. If you're okay with that, fine, keep working there. But if you're not, you can't uh, you can't keep protesting and collecting a paycheck at the same time. Mike, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Mike. Hey Taylor, love the show. Um, a previous caller stole my thunder. I was more offended by uh, the product manager, Alicia Heinerschein, uh, yes. the product manager from Harvard with the aristocratic sounding last name, you know, calling, you know, the brand bratty and insulting, you know, the, the people who drink Bud Light. That's what I was mostly offended by. I didn't really care about Dylan Mulvaney. And as a Patriots fan, you know, now uh, Bud Light is having – uh, Peyton Manning in their commercials, I find that more offensive. So. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because there's a, a comedian now that is, uh, I mean, he's he's gotten pretty big over the past few years, and that's Shane Gillis, famously fired from SNL before he could even start on the show. Um, he's He had a special, and he does a great Trump impression that I think he picked up from me. But he uh, is has taken a sponsorship deal from Bud Light as well. And I think that's a lot to do with his uh, friendship with Joe Rogan, who's very close friends with Dana White, who, as I mentioned before, has now a deal with uh, Bud Light sponsoring the UFC. But he's, I mean, to me, that's almost committing two sins because one, he's taken the sponsorship deal with Bud Light. I mean, he's always been a Bud Light drinker. I don't think this this boycott got him anything. And maybe, you know, I can forgive him because he was the subject of cancel culture and he knows what it can do. And he just didn't care. He doesn't give it any thought at all. So he kept drinking his beverage of choice. But the greater sin, I think he's going back on SNL. He's hosting 
this weekend, which one, SNL hasn't been funny in years. I used to watch the, the highlights on uh, Sunday mornings because I never was, I never stayed up and watched the show live. It was too late. But it hasn't, I haven't seen a funny clip where I really laughed out loud besides the new Trump impersonator they have, who's quite funny and, and some of the material is, is pretty good. Outside of that, it's, it's pretty much the same sketch wrapped up in different packaging. Um, but Shane Gillis has opted to host and accept an invitation to host SNL this weekend, where he was fired from five years ago. That happened to Norm MacDonald. He was, to bring him up again, he was fired after uh, making jokes about O.J. Simpson. And the president of NBC, Don Omeyer, was friends with O.J. Simpson. And this was during the murder trial. And Norm MacDonald kept making jokes about how O.J. Simpson killed his, his, his wife and uh, her lover. And Don Olmeyer didn't like it, so he fired him. Famously, the next year, Norm MacDonald was invited back on the show, and he came back on, and during his monologue, he said, you know, I was fired from uh, SNL because I, was, uh, I wasn't funny enough. So uh, I'm back now. They're ho- I'm hosting, and... Uh, that either means uh, either I've gotten really funny or this show sucks. And both were probably very, very true and, and still true. 844-500-4242. Let's, uh, let's take care of the poll question here while I'm thinking of it. Today's poll question is brought to you by Tobias Hearing Center in Quincy, Mass. They helped Howie get fitted with a pair of state-of-the-art hearing aids, and they can help you too. You can't even see them. You don't even know he's wearing them. And for a limited time only, mention Howie Carr and receive up to $200 off your hearing aids. That's TobiasHearing.com. And the disadvantage goes to us here in the studio because we can't talk bad about Howie behind his back anymore because he can hear us. So uh, that's, that's that. We've got to watch our mouths a lot closely. Emma, what's the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question is, after dumping her 63-year-old gal pal for a 43-year-old woman, Governor Healy has now appointed the scorned older woman to the SJC. Do you approve? Yes, it was a nationwide search. Or no, it's Hackerama at its worst. Hackerama at its worst. Stayed steady at 95% throughout the show. Hackerama at its worst. All right. Susie Q, you're next on the Howie Carr Show. Go ahead, Susie Q. Thank you, Taylor, for taking my call. First of all, the gentleman, a couple call, uh, phone calls before, took my thunder away, but that's fine. To me, it was like a slap in the face. I haven't had a Bud Light for 15 years because I had to quit because it was getting a problem. But anyway, I think if those people can be talked into doing this woke stuff, they don't deserve a second chance. Because they should be sticking to, you know, the people that really drink the beer and our values, and but they're so easily, you know, swayed to do this stuff. And mm. I don't believe they should have a second chance. I'm sorry, no way. Um, that's not. A, that's not. A, that's not a bad point, Susie Q. Thank you. Um, just to read off a, a few more text messages here. Four one three says, "Big Trump supporter, but I'm never going to back back to Bud Light. Used to drink it, never again." But um, let's see, where where did I uh, see? Oh, three three nines. Uh, let's see, Nick D says Taylor. What better way to say we're sorry for the Mulvaney scandal than to give a fundraiser for Trump? I guess that that does it for he, he accepts their apology if they're raising money for uh, DJT. 
508 Trump is pro-business, pro-employment, and rah, rah, rah in general. Point was proven well by the boycott. Voices were raised. ESG is everywhere and needs to be tackled, but we need not cannibalize companies in perpetuity who've changed course. I'm not calling for an outright cannibalization or a teardown of Anheuser-Busch, um, but if you're of the, if you've changed your mind about the company and they haven't done anything in your mind to win you back, if they haven't, to me, you got to come out and you, you say you you made a mistake, say you're sorry, and move on. Uh, own the mistake, own the error, and move on. Uh, they haven't done that. I've I've not seen a public apology um, made, especially, and and that's a great point that a couple of the callers brought up, especially uh, after the the VP of marketing there um, railed against the toxic masculinity of the 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 imaging of the frat boys and the construction workers that drink Bud Light on a regular basis. Uh, that I, I'll go along with that. That's that's probably more damaging to your brand than just uh, endorsing one transgender weirdo. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back and finish this hour up. This is the Howie Carr Show. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. This hour of the Howie Carr Show is brought to you in part by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites. For family fun, food, and entertainment, it's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work, and we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of of out-of-touch humor, and it was really important (laughs) that we had another approach. Yeah, because that "What's Up" ad from the early two thousands was really terrible, right? It was funny; everybody loved that. Um, and they've had some other good ad campaigns throughout the years. But who cares? I mean, stick with what works. There, there was no need to expand the base, and absolutely no need to insult most of the base with with that kind of messaging from your your VP of marketing. Awful, awful stuff. Um, but, you know, I, is the truce over? I mean, not the truce. Is the boycott over? Trump says so. I mean, Kid Rock has all but declared that. I remember he, he was shooting his shotgun or his AR-15 at the, at the Bud Light case. And a couple of weeks later, he was seen drinking Bud Light at a football game. Dana White uh, of the UFC has is, is accepted a sponsorship, and Trump is taking Bud Light money or, or Bud Light-generated uh, funds. Um. M- Rex, you're next on the uh, Howie Carr show. Is the are you uh, continuing the boycott? <laughs> you bet, yeah. I tell you, I don't need them. I don't need them. I mean, I mean, Bud Light is great. And in fact, I was such a Bud Light lover. I had when I got sick, I had uh, workers from Mermac over my house. Carden saying, "Rex, get well because we're about to get laid this sounds, off." This sounds like I a mean, Joe Biden story, like like him and the Amtrak engineers. He used to hold a party for them every week. I tell you, you know, <laughs> we I don't need him. I mean, I got Coors Light now, and uh, in fact, maybe my granddaughter gave me a sweatshirt saying Bud Light, 
I have to put it in my bottom of my drawer. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rex. Mr. X, you are next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Mr. X. Hey, um, I was calling in because of uh, some of the things that the people that didn't know what took place. Um, and I stopped buying it when it was no longer an American company. I was already pissed about that. I like to support American local businesses whenever possible, and there's plenty of other beer companies out there. I never did like Bud Light. It gave me indigestion, um, but I may or may not have enjoyed many of the original genuine red, white, and blue, <laughs> and and it says genuine on the label. Right. And talk about tone deaf. This is a company that sponsored every form of top fuel racing for years. The alpha male community was very familiar with Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, and I think we've all had enough of the virtue signaling BS. And this has hurt people, kids in particular. The virtue signaling crowd has enabled people. You know, it's it's like the it's like in high school. If if somebody and this was the vernacular we used in high school. If somebody said, oh, "Dude, that's gay. Don't do that." Everybody stopped doing that or wearing that particular thing until until the cool kid in the class decided that it was cool. And that's what Trump is now. He's the cool kid in the class saying. Bud Light's not gay anymore. It's cool. Sounds like that's ringing true with a lot of the supporters, too. That's fine. Drink up. Have a great night. This is the Howie Car Show.